गाइस वेलकम बैक टू द क्रिपिकल्स पॉडकास्ट टुडे वी हैव अ वेरी स्पेशल गेस्ट विद अस जो डायमंड एंड या आई एम जस्ट गोना लेट हिम इंट्रोड्यूस हिमसेल्फ टू यू गाइस Thank you. Thank you so much Aditi and Anushka. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh for those of uh your listeners who haven't heard of me before, uh, my name is Joe Diamond. Uh I some people call me a mind reader, some people call me a mentalist or a magician, and I have been fascinated with the paranormal my entire life, and I incorporate that into my performance art. I do shows uh all over America in various uh, corporate events, theaters, and haunted locations uh which is why I wanted to talk to the two of you so much uh and uh yeah I think actually rather than explain what it is I do to your listeners I think it's best uh to show you something now just to be clear we did chat a little bit to set this up uh for yeah. for the recording and everything I have performed something real quick for the both of you uh which was really spooky and really weird and I promise you it get weirder and uh but you have no idea what I'm about to do next I didn't say to you hey play along yes. or say yes. this you have no idea So uh I'll do this with you Aditi. I have a one of my business cards with a paper clip on it. That's because I don't want you to see what I wrote down on here. Cuz we did talk a little okay. bit about spooky movies last time and what some of your favorites were. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. thinking of a spooky movie. I want you to imagine you're in front of like a bookcase or a DVD case and it has every okay. horror movie ever made. All right? Okay. Every horror from you know, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters to Twenties, all the way up to Annabelle comes home here in uh, the 2020 one okay. area. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna keep this in frame. I'm gonna keep this right here. I want you to imagine you can reach up onto that shelf and pull a movie off. Okay, really do this in your mind. Imagine you pull the movie off and okay. you see the title in your mind. Do you see the title? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That that that's a good movie. but it's not the one i'm thinking of so set it down pick another title off okay. of another shelf pick another title off another shelf really okay. see the title um yep i've got it that that's that's another good one but it's still not the one i picked set it down i don't care if this takes us every single movie we'll get it uh one more uh one more magic take it off look at the title look at everything that's it that's the one okay Okay. for the first time okay. say out loud this movie that you settled down the conjuring it was the conjuring, the conjuring. now yep. just to be clear um what was the first one you went with the one the one i said that wasn't it yeah the nun the nun nun okay and then the second one the curse of la irona Okay, so you're kind of sticking with the same universe, but you eventually yeah. uh, finished up with uh and stuck with The Conjuring. That's interesting because if yeah. I take the paper clip off, I want you to see that uh I really am thinking of The Conjuring. Oh. Goodness. Wow. How did you guess? Like I did not <laughs> think of this the first yeah. and the second time. <laughs> How did you do? <laughs> so There we curious. go. <laughs> so that's a quick little uh hint of what it is I do. And just to be clear, I am in oh, yeah. the Midwest of Illinois. You're all the way in India. We just did mind reading from across yep. the globe. How yeah. crazy is that? And oh I've my been God. Yeah. Right? 
right? And I've been doing this uh, every week. I've been doing a virtual mind reading and paranormal show, uh, which is really fun. People can go to joediamondlife.com to check that out. But uh, we're going to be talking about some of uh, the creepy tales uh, from my life. And uh, it's funny you went with, uh, with the Conjuring universe and everything. So this is kind of uh, perfect for our, uh, our, our first uh, little story about me. So I mentioned I work in a lot of haunted uh, locations. And one of them is in oh, Crystal yeah, Lake, yeah. Illinois. Now everyone thinks it's uh, yep. the same Crystal Lake as the Friday the 13th movies. That one is actually in New Jersey. This one's in Illinois. Okay. okay. Uh, but okay. Uh, there is a house there called the Dole Mansion. It was built in 1864 by Charles Dole. Everyone thinks he was the Dole pineapple guy here in America. He wasn't, he was a wheat distributor. He sold the property to his son-in-law for $1. He really liked his son-in-law. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, he really liked him. And it changed hands a couple of times. It was uh, uh, ice company for a couple of years. It was the country club. And then in 1922, it was purchased by Lou Ringling of Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus fame. She had purchased it shortly after her husband Al passed away in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Lou was wonderful. She started in the circus as a ticket taker, then was a snake charmer, then was part of a mind reading act. So I like to think of myself as, uh, as the artist carrying on her legacy there. It's pretty cool. And oh she put God. her heart and soul into the building and actually extended it. So the Dole Mansion is actually two buildings that are so huge, they're actually connected. Uh, she extended it Whoa. and she had to sell it very likely because of the uh, U.S. stock market crash in the late 1920s. Oh, I saw one of her journals. She said she put her heart and soul into that place. So it had to have broken her heart Aww. when she uh, when she sold it. Uh, after that, it was a church for a number of years. It was an after school program and it kind of laid dormant for the better part of 10 years until it was resurrected in the early 2000s as uh, Lakeside Legacy Arts Park. We all now just call it the Dole. And the Dole Mansion houses uh, everyone from painters to musicians to photographers to people who do healing arts like massage therapy and uh, all that stuff mm -hmm. and I do a mind reading show there I do a 13-person oh, mind wow. reading show there so if you ever come to wow. the U.S. you know I'll have I'll have everything on the website jamandlive.com but that said yeah. um again you can still see me anywhere in the world virtually with my zoom show but uh <laughs> for the last few years I've done again small 13-person shows there and the number one question everyone asks which is of course why I'm here is is it haunting <laughs> And the answer is oh, yeah. yes. Uh, oh, a lot God. of strange things have happened there. Uh, I am going to actually uh, do this. Uh, just to be clear, we're, we're recording this over Zoom. I'm going to get an album ready here in a moment. And I will just screenshot some of these photos with you. And what I can do is I can uh, uh, email them to you. And if you want to put some of them up yeah. on, uh, on the Instagram or something, yes, that, that would be great. Yeah, these yeah. are on my website, too, if someone wants to see them. So, okay, okay. Uh, weird things happen there all the time. Now, let me explain. No one okay. died there tragically uh, on okay. record. There was uh, mm -hmm. Charles Dole's son died due to a hunting accident about three acres away, which is now someone's backyard. Whoa. So their their house oh, is definitely haunted, but we won't tell. Yeah, them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but here's what I think happened. I think number one, when a place has that much history, it can't help but hold mm -hmm. on to some of that energy. 
But also, I actually think it was the church in the 50s and 60s that haunted it. Because there is a spiral staircase between the second and third floor. And they would have funerals on the third floor. So what that meant is they had to carry the coffin up the spiral staircase. Oh my gosh. Well, here's the thing. They actually had to carve divots into the wall because the spiral staircase was so tight. They had to carve them in there so they could pivot the coffin up the staircase. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. So, I don't know if you know anything about American folklore, but they all say, don't carry a a coffin upstairs, let alone two flights of stairs, let alone... let alone a spiral one so it makes sense that that location is the most uh most Mm -hmm. active location it's a photo of me at the midpoint of the staircase taking a photo of the third floor uh banister whoa whoa yeah yeah yeah. and you can see that this is on my website that yeah that is a shadow figure that's online this is me upstairs now these aren't online this is me on the third floor taking photos and you can see a streak just went across the screen. And yeah, dust and Whoa. bugs aren't gonna leave a tail like that. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. Oh, uh, this, my goodness. Is, oh. this is the freakiest one. I did not take this. Uh, a photographer in the building took this. They went in late at night and saw that a, a poor bird had, a, had passed away on one of the beds. But what they did, well, hang on just a second. I'm gonna do this so that's not as uh, as much of a glare. There we go. Now watch, they actually watch over here in this area of the corner. They actually overexposed the photo and noticed up in the corner. There's a person. Oh my God. Now full. Full disclosure on this photo, full disclosure on it, uh, two things, I did check, I took the original photo and overexposed and got the same result, however there is a uh, banister outside, uh, like like an awning outside that window, so it is theoretical that someone could have climbed up there, but the fact that they're in period clothing, like and they would look like that is still very strange. I just need to say that as full disclosure. I don't think that's the case, but you can make up uh, what you want. Now, weird stuff happens at the door all the time. (laughs) You're not gonna be able to see it. Oh, just wait, just wait. So, So weird things happen at the Dole all the time. Um, everyone there who's been there for a significant amount of time has had a story. People have felt, uh, and I've done flashlight tours there on Halloween a couple times too. And people have felt someone push them from behind even though no one's there. Uh, people have heard voices even though they're the only ones in the building. Uh, oh no. And- I've had a couple friends who are mediums who've come in who have said there is something there, but whatever it is, it wants people to come. It wants people to learn about the history. It wants, you know, it's not evil or negative. Um, 
That said, yeah, again, these weird things happen, but for me, hauntings are not just like, you know, something moving or those kinds of things. I also did get a, uh, the, on Instagram, you can see this, I was asking the spirits if they would give me a sign. Yes, yeah, all saw came that down coming. that, it was yeah. from one of the, to they have a children's room, which has a doll in it. And, and it was in that room and it just came down and went right to my feet. Yeah. <laughs> and even you I was like, nope, I'm done and just left. <laughs> I went back five yeah, minutes yeah. later, but it was weird. <laughs> so that's probably the weirdest things. thing like that. But lots of things happen there. And what I would call, some people would call them coincidences. I would call them synchronicities. I believe a lot of truly miraculous things happen every single day, but most people just brush it off as being just a coincidence. I'm not saying there's always something more, but there could be, and that's important to remember, I think. And like, for example, I'll just be there, you know, greeting people for my show and two people will know each other who haven't seen each other in a long time and had no idea they were coming to my yeah. show. And some people might be, well, okay, that's not quite that far-fetched. Well, that's where this story, <laughs> this is where my best friend comes in. Oh, This is Flora. Flora oh, is my best yeah. friend. Uh, for your uh, for your audio listeners, uh, she is a doll. She is missing one eye. Her face is a little cracked. She's in a beautiful flowery Maybe. dress. Yep. She's <laughs> just a little bit broken, just like me. Uh, let me be clear. She was designed by an artist. There was an artist one year at Halloween who had, uh, their company was called Day of the Dollies. And they had over 50 refurbished uh, spooky dolls like this all over the first floor. Oh. And she was the least creepy one. Uh, and again, you can go on uh, at Joe Diamond. Yeah, you go on at Joe Diamond Live uh, on Instagram to see some photos of her. So, and she, I did not name her floor. She had a little name tag around her wrist with her price tag. And the moment oh, okay. I saw her, I knew, I knew she had to be with me. So I bought her, but I left her on display uh, for the rest of the art show there. Because again, they have art events there. All right. So I came home and this is October. So my uh, my wife and I usually, I usually watch 31 horror movies each October. And yep, she yeah, wants to watch do, a movie with me. Do. Yep, you do too, exactly. <laughs> See, I knew we'd be best friends one when talking on this oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, She picked a movie called The Innocents. Now, if you haven't heard of it, it's uh, based off of Turning of the Screw, which is what The Haunting yeah, yeah. of Bly Manor yeah. was based yeah. off of. Yeah. 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 Which, the name of the little girl in that movie is Florida. Yeah. Oh, she picked oh the God. movie. That's a weird coincidence. Florida is an uncommon name, yeah. but it's also Halloween and all this other stuff, so maybe. Well, she went to bed and I picked a movie at random. Uh, I had all the Universal monster movies, Frankenstein, Dracula, all of them. And I usually pick those as a second movie to watch because they're 70 minutes, they're very short. So you can usually watch them yeah. after another movie and not be up too late, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and some of them are spooky, but they're not as scary as some of the other ones. So it's a nice way to like, you know, adjust after a really spooky movie. Yeah, yeah. So I just picked one at random since they're all the same length. And I picked The Invisible Man starring Claude Rains. Well, I didn't realize okay. until watching the movie, the name of his love interest in that movie was uh, named Flora. No, no. Three Floras no in the span of about eight hours. And no, whether no. it's a coincidence, whether it's synchronicity, I'll leave to you and your listeners to decide. 
Oh my God. We'll just be chilling out. No, no, stay there. Stay there. No, no, no. Go. <laughs> One other story about one other location I work, uh, and then um, another story that isn't about a haunted location, but a haunted object. Uh, I'll tease this up right now. Uh, if your listeners want to go get a deck of cards, uh, you can leave the podcast on while listening to the next few things. So if you're walking or running or something like that, uh, or driving in the car, you'll want to sit down with a deck of cards for the end of the podcast. Uh, so maybe, you know, maybe save the end of the podcast until you're done or something like that or play it back later uh, but you'll need a deck of cards it does not have to be a full deck it can be tarot cards uno cards playing cards whatever you've got and you're only going to need 10 of them so that's that's just real quick for the listeners right now now that was the dole mansion there's another mansion in lake geneva wisconsin called the maxwell mansion which is beautiful and gorgeous uh, i'm uh okay. Uh, they are a boutique hotel, so they do, they have a bar and everything. So unlike the arts part mm-hmm. where I can, so I have a, a space that I rent at the Dole Mansion and I'm, I'm an artist in residence mm-hmm. there and I can go to my studio, whatever I want there. Uh, with the Maxwell Mansion, they hire me to come in. So it is a, a slightly different arrangement. Okay. However, uh, it all, they found out about me because they also have a lot of activity in their building. Uh, the building oh was built God, also man. in the 1800s it's gonna happen. and it was built by a gentleman by the name of dr maxwell who and okay. i've got some here's a here's a photo of the place it's it's beautiful it's beautiful and gorgeous wow, wow. yeah wow, and he built it and downstairs which is now a speakeasy he did a lot of um off the beaten path experiments there medical experiments Uh, as beautiful as it looks at sunset as beautiful as it looks at sunset the moment it gets dark the place does take on a life of its own as uh as you can see there oh my gosh like that's what it looks like at night like and you can see it it feels like a different house and yeah uh downstairs in the, again, and where the speakeasy is, there is a drain that is still painted red. And the reason it was painted red was because it was stained red from all of the blood, from all of the medical experiments. Now, I'm not gonna say that Dr. Maxwell was a mad scientist or anything. Look yeah. at any doctors from the 1800s compared to now. Yeah, you're not gonna, you're, you're not gonna be super happy about everything. I think his heart was in the right place. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, even though he was All wrong right. with a lot of the stuff, I think he his heart was in the right place. Uh, but that said too, I'm not going to assume that every single one of his patients survived. Yep. So it's it would make sense that people have died there. Even though, again, technically it wouldn't have been on record because they would have died technically at hospital, but he was a doctor and they didn't keep good records at that point anyway. So I think it's much, much more likely. However, again, one of the same thing, everyone on staff has a story. Everyone has had uh, uh, something like this happen. Uh, So everyone has a story. One woman on staff claims she's seen a little boy running back and forth 
uh, on the third floor. Yeah. Uh, the, the interesting thing, a lot of people on the third floor say they hear something on the floor above them, but there is Ooh. no fourth floor. Oh. Whoa. So, now here's the other thing with this i'll be in these places the first year of these places is always boring for me because i haven't ex i usually haven't experienced anything yet and everyone's asking me is this place on have you seen anything so i've got to just share other people's stories well last year uh when the pandemic started uh in 2020 you know, my wife and I were at home. We were being responsible and everything. <laughs> yeah. And we were going to go on a trip for her birthday, which is May 1st. Oh. And I talked with the owner for the Maxwell to reschedule some dates and everything. And I just briefly mentioned like, yeah, we were supposed to go on vacation and everything. And he was like, well, no one's here. Do you want to come stay here for a couple nights? Oh my and God. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. So he gave it to us as a gift. And we were, not Whoa. only did we stay there for two That's nights. So not only did we stay there for two nights, but we were the only ones in the building. Oh my yeah, God. Which, I mean, think you stay the night there, there's staff, there's other people, there's overnight stuff. The fact yeah. that we were the, probably the first people in easily 50 to 75 years to be the only ones by themselves in the entire mansion overnight was pretty amazing and pretty special. <laughs> so they have a movie room. We brought down the movie screen. We watched Avengers Infinity War. It was a blast. Aww. And yeah, it was it was really great. And Lindsay's uh, an early bird. I'm a night owl. So she went to bed. Aww. The other great thing, uh, the full apoth apothecary bar was still stocked. And he said, have whatever you want. Ooh. So Whoa. we made ourselves... We made ourselves drinks during the week. Now, I'm a lightweight. I don't drink a lot, but I wasn't going to say no to making myself, you know, a drink every couple hours. Oh, uh, we weren't driving anywhere. So yeah. Lindsay goes upstairs. I watch a couple movies and I go into, I believe I've got a, a photo of it here just to give you some reference. I go into uh, the ballroom, which is next to the apothecary bar. Here we go. This is, this is uh, exactly where this happened. It's right here. You can see the whole one wall over that fireplace is a mirror. And I was sitting in this chair right here. And um, I was reading a book. The fireplace was going. Uh, I was reading a book. Wonderful. It gets to midnight. It gets to one o'clock. It's about 1.30. I finish the book, close it. And I stand up and look in the mirror. And over my left shoulder, is someone standing there. Oh. Now, earlier in the night, the owner came back and kind of spooked my wife and I. We were like, oh no, uh, but it was just him. That was like at five, that was like at five in the evening, not too bad. So, so I see this and I go, oh, maybe the owner came back. Maybe it's, maybe it's my wife who came down. I didn't hear her because my headphones were in. And I turn around to see who it is and no one is there. Oh no! I turn back and look in the mirror, and no oh, one is there. Okay. And that spot is directly over that storm drain down in the speakeasy. No. 
No way. No. No. One no. final full disclosure. I had had three old fashions that night. So I will leave it up again to your <laughs> listeners, whether or not it was the spirits or the spirits I was drinking. It's one of those two though. So we, we can we can know that for sure. But that was oh, I, that was my experience uh, in that uh, in that building. I would have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go there. So I got mansions in general scare me a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, I would never go there alone or with anyone for that matter. It's no, it's not happening. I, I would make sure nothing happened to you, and it was very fun. I would make sure of that. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, um, as I said, uh, this uh, uh, after this story, we're going to use the ten cards, uh, and it kind of tr- uh, uh, links in with this story because this is a story called the case of the haunted tarot deck. Oh, yes, and. And I am going to read it now. If you haven't gotten it, you can get this on Amazon. It's very gettable anywhere in the world. Uh, I contributed this story to a book called Varla Ventura's Paranormal Parlor. Uh, Varla is a uh, a dear friend. I interviewed her on my podcast, uh, uh, my radio show back in the day, um, which I'm working on getting back up online. But for right now, get her book. It's amazing. Get all her books. They're wonderful. But these are all different paranormal stories from different people that she knows. And she asked me for a story. And I'm going to read to you uh, her write up of my story from directly from this book. Um, so if wow. you want to read all the wow. other stories, definitely get the book. But, yes. uh, but for right oh, now, yeah. <laughs> I will read to you the case of the haunted tarot deck. Oh my God. I have a dear friend named Angel with whom I stay every time I travel to Florida, which is usually at least once a year for a couple regular gigs. She is a close friend, and I always look forward to seeing her and her husband. She has a tarot deck that belongs to her family, but its origins are unknown. It has been around for multiple generations, and her family lore says something about it belonging to an aunt. But no one really knows for sure where it came from. Angel has a few decks and reads the tarot, but for whatever reason, this particular deck she inherited has always made her feel uneasy. Before she moved, she decided she would at last just get rid of the deck. She tried, but somehow the deck came back. Numerous times over the years, she has tried to get rid of it, even throwing it away in the trash, and yet somehow the deck would always reappear. Naturally, I volunteered to take this deck off her hands. Uh, And uh, I told her if she really wants rid of this odd deck, I will gladly take it. So when I arrived for my visit in 2012, she greeted me outside with the deck. Since I was serious, she said, I should take it now and get it out of her house. I took it to my car and slipped it into the back passenger seat pocket where I always keep a notebook or two uh, and a book I'm reading for easy reference. My friend Angel was in the house during this and did not see where I put the deck. We enjoy our visit for the week and then the time comes for me to leave. I get about two hours drive down the road when Angel calls and says, very funny, Joe. I have no idea what she's talking about. And I tell her as much. The deck, Joe, on the bed, very funny. 
I insist I don't know what she means. And then she explains to me that when she went into the room to change the sheets, she found the tarot deck there on the bed. Ah. Thinking I was pranking her, she called me right away. I, on the other hand, hadn't thought much about the deck and hadn't touched it since I'd put it in my car that first day. I told her I was close to a rest stop and would pull over and take a look in the backseat pocket for the deck. I do, and the deck is not there. No. 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 My goodness. It gets weirder. Oh, no. I travel quite a bit uh, during six to uh, driving six to eight hours for gigs on a regular basis. So I spend a lot of time in my car. Consequence, consequently, I clean it out pretty thoroughly every couple months. And that particular pocket is kind of my go-to where I keep current notes and whatever I'm reading. So it gets cleaned out frequently and I reach into that pocket very frequently. One year later in 2013, while making preparations for the same engagement in Florida and planning to stay with Angel and her family again, I was cleaning out the car, readying for the trip and I reached into the backseat pocket and found one single tarot card, the Knight of Cups. I immediately called Angel and asked if all the cards were there and what pattern the back uh, of the cards had. She described it and insisted the deck was intact. I asked her to check it again. And a few minutes later, she called back and said it was in fact missing a card, the Knight of Cups. Oh, oh my god. And add to that that based on my birth sign, this is my signifier card. When I finally arrive at her house, she tells me the deck once again is missing in action. She can't find it anywhere. We look all over her house and the deck never turns up. It eventually did turn up long after I visited, so I never got a chance to have it. Before I shared this story with the author, Varla, I called Angel to make sure she was okay with me sharing it, and I implored her to tell me if this was actually an elaborate prank. I told her I would give her kudos for the greatest prank in history. She (laughs) she had nothing to do with it. I trust her with my life, and I know she is telling the truth. While it is possible that the card somehow stayed in the pocket unnoticed, perhaps like tucked into a, a book that somehow after a year, a year worth of trips and cleaning, it went unnoticed. This still doesn't explain how the deck got out of the car and back into the house. Yeah. The odds are really pretty astronomical that I wouldn't notice it for a year. Uh, in fact, uh, the odds are so astronomical that in my mind, they are the equivalent of an astral projecting tarot card. Uh, I'll admit I used to be a much bigger skeptic, but over the years, experiences like this have made me far less skeptical. Somehow the universe dealt me the greatest sleight of hand I had ever seen. My God. My goodness. My goodness. This is like, oh my God. I'm so speechless right now. Oh my God. Right? So... On the okay. subject of tarot cards, we come to come to the end, something interactive for, for you and your listeners. Again, you will need 10 playing cards. One, two, three, four, right. five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. And in fact, for each of you have 10 cards. So if someone is listening to okay. this with a couple friends, make sure everyone has 10 cards. So Aditi and Anushka, make sure each of you have, uh, have, have 10 cards in your hand. And it does not matter what they are and just shuffle them up. And while you are doing that, I want to talk a little bit about my favorite card, which is the Magician card. 
Uh, the magician card <laughs> okay. represents power and control over the world around us. The magician card has one hand okay. pointed towards the heaven, one hand pointed towards the earth. That's because they're saying as above, so below. Uh, yep. The uh, They've got all four terror suits on the table in front of them. They've got an infinity symbol over their head. And my favorite thing about the magician is that it's not clear whether that figure is male or female. Like yeah. all the other tarot yeah. cards, all the other tarot cards are very obviously masculine or feminine, but the magician card could be anyone. And I think that's kind of beautiful yeah. because deep down, we all wish we could be magicians. It's not even clear, you know, what, uh, you know, what race they might be. This literally could be anyone. And I think yeah. that's the ultimate message of the magician. It could be any of us. Deep down, we all wish we had more power and control over the world around us. Deep down, we all wish yes. we were magicians, just like the figure of this tarot card. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna do yes. a tarot ritual that will uh, create the impossible in your hands and allow you and your listeners to have more power and control over your lives as well. Everyone take your oh, 10 cards and give them one more shuffle. Give them one more shuffle, yes, perfect. Oh, uh, now at yep. this point, uh, Aditi and Anushka, is there any way I could know anything about the cards in your hands? No, there's nothing I can know right yeah. now, right? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. getting at. Yeah. Uh, actually, there is one thing I know. I know you have 10 okay. of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't even want to know that. So you and your listeners, if the, the listeners should have their 10 cards by now, listeners play along with us. Get rid of some cards. Now, don't get rid of just one. Get rid of like at least two. Make it hard on me. But at the same time, don't get rid of too many. You'll need at least like four cards in your hand to work with. So this will still be impressive because if you just have two cards, it's like not going to be impressive at all. So get rid of uh, a small number of cards. It doesn't have to be the same. One of you can get rid of like three. One of you can get rid of five, mm -hmm. vice versa, whatever you want. And don't even tell okay. me how many cards you're getting rid of, right? So now okay. there's no way I can know anything about the cards right now. I don't even know how yep. many you have. I want everyone to take the whole packet face down in their hands and take a look at the bottom card and remember it. Don't forget it, seriously, don't forget. Don't try and remember each other's cards, just remember your own bottom card. This will be important for later. Lock it in and then hold the cards face down in your hand again. We're going to cast a spell. All oh right, my God. <laughs> it's okay, don't worry. We're going to spell the word magician just like at the bottom of this tarot card, okay? So take your top card, keep it face down, hold it in front of you, and say M. M. That's the first letter of the word magician, okay, M. right? That's M. Okay. And M. then place it underneath. Place it on bottom. Okay. Done. All right. Then take the next card, hold it in front of you, and say A. A. Put that on the bottom. Okay. Okay. And we'll keep going all the way through the word magician. Take the next top card, hold it in front of you and say G. G. On bottom. Next is I. 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 On bottom. Next is C. C. On bottom. Next is another I. I. On bottom. Next is another A. A. A on bottom and finally n n n put it on bottom oh there we just cast a spell by spelling the word magician we have one more thing to do as i mentioned okay. the magician has one hand pointed towards the earth one hand pointed towards the heavens saying as above so below that actually comes from the lord's prayer on earth as it is in heaven so 
we're gonna do what the magician is doing. We're gonna do as above, so below. So take your top card, deal mm -hmm. it to the table and say as above. As above. as above. Then take the new top card and move it to the bottom and say so below. So below. Okay. And then do that again. Deal the top card to the table, saying as above. As above. And then okay. deal the new top card to the bottom, saying so below. So below. Keep doing okay. that until you're down to one card. Don't look at any of the cards. As above. As above. As above. So, so below. below. As above. So below. As above. So below. All the way until you're down to one card. Don't look at it. Hold it between your hands when you are down to one card. When you are down to one card, just hold it between your hands and say the most profound magic words you can possibly say. Cool. Okay. Now, now some people say abracadabra, uh, which is a good one. Uh, it's traced back to Hebrew and Aramaic and it translates to, I create as I speak. We'll go with one that's a magic phrase that's older and more powerful. It's okay. taught to me by my mentor. It's. I give myself permission to be powerful. Okay. Okay. I give myself permission to be powerful. It's weird to say that after 2020, right? <laughs> yeah. This should work. You should now be holding your card in your hands. Take a look. And then, yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. All right. Oh my God. Yeah. That is, oh my goodness. Yeah. So we, so, so we have, so we have the ability, <laughs> we have the ability to, to, uh, to rewrite our destiny and, and try again. Oh that's the, that's the great thing. Uh, let's try one final bonus thing. Put your cards together and shuffle them up once more. I am going to turn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to turn one card over in my deck. So it's facing the opposite way. And I will hold this uh, on camera so that you can keep an eye on it. And your listeners will be able to uh, hear this and, and know that we're, we're being honest here. And let me know when you have uh, your deck of cards all mixed up and together. Yep. All right, uh, Aditi, you are going to take out any five cards you want. Now you can look through the deck, you can take them out at random. You can take five off the top, five off the bottom, or one from a different place. But you just need five cards of poker hand for this. And then Anushka, when she takes out those five cards, you're going to eliminate four of them. So we're down to just one. Do you have the five cards? Now, yeah. hang on. Let's let, sh show me and Anushka what they are first. Let's let's see what they are. Okay. Okay. okay perfect. Now I've got now if one of those cards matched what I had turned over in the stack. That'd be one thing. But, okay. uh, but but Anushka, you're going to narrow it down. I want you to take out a card that you think does not match mine. Take out a card you think does not match mine and just put it down. Okay. Whichever one you think is wrong. Okay, put that down on the table. We've got four cards left. Now take away two cards that you think are wrong. Any two of those cards that you think are wrong. Okay. Ah, so we are down to uh, a jack and ace. We got a blackjack hand, okay. Because here's the thing, at this moment, you're gonna be thinking later on, Anushka, and going, man, if I would have gone the, with the other one, it would not have worked. All the way okay. until this moment, it could have come down to this single decision. All these choices could have been right, but it, this one's wrong, none of it matters. 
Oh, Anushka, you are now going to take the one that you think matches the card I had turned over in the deck. And Aditi, you're just going to take the one she leaves in your hand and put it on the table. Okay? So, Anushka, you're going to now take the card you think is right. Take the one you think is right. Perfect. Okay, so you're holding on to the jack of clubs, right? Let's let's see it. Let's let's see it. Anushka, you you chose the jack of clubs. That felt right, yeah. correct? Yeah. And you almost, you, 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 I could tell you were almost gonna go for that ace of spades, but finally you decided jack of clubs felt right. I'm gonna go yeah. through this deck very slowly, oh and you will see all of the cards really are all facing the same way, except for one that is the only card turned over, and that card oh. is no or jack of clubs. I mean, mind reading all the way across the world. <laughs> my God, how do you do this? Unless mind so intrigued to know. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, you want to do something? So when we read your email, the first time, you know, about the celebrity hosting, we literally screamed Jumped. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were like, and happy because yeah. right now we don't have that many listeners and you were one of the first ones to reach out and interact and then you wanted to be on the show so um yeah this Aww. means so much to us you yeah. literally made oh, us of course here. of course of course i know i i oh thank you thank you for having this was so much fun and again like kudos ah. for having like a really having fun with this because again i mean so many Let's be honest, so many of these like true haunted tale stories are so dark and mysterious. <laughs> and you're clearly having fun with this, even though when you're scared, even yeah. when it's creepy, you're clearly having yeah. fun with it. And I think that's that's so refreshing. Wow, what an episode. Um, we had an absolute blast and a great time. Yeah. So um yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, let us know what you thought about it. Let Joe know on his profile, and um yeah, a huge shout out mm-hmm. to Joe for doing this for us, for taking out his precious time and putting all the hard work that he did into mm-hmm. the episode. He really rogue this <laughs> entire thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, a huge shout out to him. Make sure to go check him out if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thank yeah, you again thank for you. listening. <laughs> Thanks to Joe for doing this mm-hmm. for us. Uh, we are really grateful. And yeah, we'll meet you guys in the next episode, yeah. which is going to be yet another special one mm-hmm. because it is our 25th episode. Wow. It's going to be our silver jubilee. We have like uh, something special planned mm-hmm. for you guys, uh, not something over the top. Uh, but yeah. Simple and nice. Yeah, simple and nice. So make sure to be ready for that as well. And yeah, we love you guys so much. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.